Hello everyone, this is JPL. Today I'm joined with... Christopher! Yes, in our podcast name in brackets. In brackets? Yes. Not just in brackets, but in person! Oh my gosh, we're together again! We're together again! Oh wow, nobody cares, but we're together yeah, again. Yeah, we care though. For about a week. Um, but anyway, I've been here for almost a week, so yep. it's been fun. We you got here Wednesday? Thursday. Thursday. I left Wednesday. Right. Dire Thursday. Well, you, if you think about it, you left on May the 4th. Oh, yes. It's been a week since I left. On a special mission. Shut up, Christopher. What? Uh, no, it, like, it makes sense. It's like a total God thing, if you think about it. The fact that you left on May the 4th on a special mission. Right. Like, I didn't, I wasn't even thinking about May the 4th. Huh? I was driving. I know. Still. 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 Anyway, we're in person. We're in person. Um, Why did he come here? Uh, because he was sent on a special mission. I was like, I don't know, I was got I got bored. And I was like, Christopher, I'll see you. It's very interesting. Like, he finished classes. And the next day, he's like, I'm so bored. I might as well just drive to Branson. And we're going to play some mini golf. Yeah, we played mini golf. That was fun. That was a fun day. That was fun. I lost both times. Oh, yeah. I legit thought you were going to win the second one, but I there's know, one me, hole where you completely too. bombed on. I, I, it was just one hole that got me, that let you come back. Yeah. 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 I Because <laughs> that that game, the first, my first shot. <laughs> yeah. The first shot on the, pa- on the practice course, no less. Was it? I mean, it was the first one. First, first like, hole. That's typically the practice one. Okay. First hole. You put it in the water. I put it in the water. <laughs> and like, that was just your first putt. Who does that? I, you do. <laughs> okay, I've never seen John laugh like that before. You were just like clowning me with your laugh. Yeah, uh, I mean. You, you had such a good time with that. Yeah, I, it wasn't even my real laugh, but yes. <laughs> It was, it was like my public laugh. <laughs> but 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 it was all the same genuine. Yeah. You were it was genuinely so, amused. It was a genuine amusement. Like, <laughs> oh, but look at that idiot. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Seriously. That, huh. That's what it was like. Oh, my gosh. It was, was kind of like that. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I kind of noticed that, like, since John is older than me, during during our mini golf games, I completely transformed into your younger brother. Okay. Like, I was just, like, totally acting like a kid. Like, I was just, like, pissed off that you were, like, leading and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just, like, trying to win. I know. <laughs> and then, I don't know if you noticed, but when I saw that I tied you or started overtaking you, I completely mellowed out. <laughs> I, you know, you were in charge of, like... Counting the numbers. Uh-huh. So, like, I didn't want to know. Right. I knew that you probably knew. Uh-huh. So, it was like, I didn't really care. Yeah. Then I lost. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, how did I lose? There's that I one thought, stupid hole. Like, I thought he was far behind me. <laughs> There's that one hole where you got 11 on. I got 11. The crazy thing is your first shot, it was almost a hole in one. It was almost a hole in one because I cheesed it. <laughs> and, like... Had it bounce on the wall uh-huh. and almost landed straight in. It was right there. I I wanted that to happen, like I I 
<laughs> if if you caught that, you would have won by a long see, shot. See, it would have been like hilarious as well. Because like, <laughs> like I put the ball on, on the grass. I looked over and thought like, ah, oh, this is going to be a stupid hole. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to cheese it. And I just smacked it without any thought and almost and, almost went in. I and guess like, what? It was a stupid hole. It was a stupid hole. I got like a four or five on that one. And I got an 11. You got 11. Yes. Yeah, that was fun. It was really there fun. There was one really interesting hole. Yeah. Where, like, it was, it was so hard to hit the shot. And if you didn't, like, it was like a 9 out of 10 chance you would have hit it in the water kind of shot. It was the way it was, like, constructed. Yeah, almost. with the rocks. Yeah. And you got it. I got it of, into the water. Oh, did you? Yes. I didn't know that. I didn't see that. Because I was completely freaking out. It's like, oh no, I'm losing my ball. Yeah, again. no, no. So, like, nope. my my first ball went into the water, and but then I picked it up. Oh, oh, right. You had the mud. Your ball you got like, stuck in the got, mud. It still got stuck in the mud. Okay. And then it was like because the thing was on an incline, I couldn't just putt from there. So I said, okay, right. I just call this my second stroke and yeah. just let it slide down. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you hit it into the rocks. It obviously went in the water. But there was a tunnel. There was, yeah, it was literally like another hole. There was a tube. Well, like, no, no, no. yeah. Going into the rocks. Mm. So, like, when it popped out, I was like, what? <laughs> there was a tube the entire time? <laughs> I worried about this for nothing? <laughs> like, I thought you were going to clown me all over again. And I had to go back in and get another I was, ball. I mean, I was focused on, I was like waiting at the bottom of the little river uh-huh. for the ball to come down me too and well then, i mean i wasn't at the bottom but i was like oh waiting for that moment and then i just rolled onto the grass through a little tube and i was just so confused <laughs> that was like the best mini golf surprise ever right like like though the i don't are there two in lynchburg I have no idea. Okay, but there's one in Lynchburg. Like, it does the job for mini golf, but, you know, in comparison to the one... We the went second to a pirate-themed one, we one. The pirate-themed one was cool, but, like, in comparison to the Lynchburg one, the Lynchburg one is kind of lame. You know what I mean? Right. So, it, it's been a while since I've had a fun mini golf experience, right. and that was fun. And so, like, again, that was Our a Our first surprise. one was that on a, like, a, a zoo-type place. Yeah. That was it was very short. Very Very short. easy, but it was glow-in-the-dark, which was cool. That is true. I really wonder what the rate of that would have been. You know what I mean? Like, would it I, I would, would have been really interesting if we compared the two places and their rates. You know what I mean? Right. But um, we didn't do that for reasons. I uh, Because of uh, where I work, that we have, like, affiliations with other places where I can get, uh, do some things for free, and they can see our show for free. So, right. kind of cool. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. So, yeah. What else have we done? We've we've eaten out at a handful of different places. Yeah. You've mainly, pretty much, me, mainly me. You've exclusively pretty much had burgers. Yeah. Burgers are amazing, though. They are. But I had chicken today to, like, spice things up. Okay. So, you don't consider that a burger? No. It's a chicken sandwich. Then, I, typically, then, I typically say burgers are made from beef. Why don't we call those beef sandwiches? Because they're burgers. Why can't we call a chicken sandwich a burger? We've had the conversation. Have we? We have, yes. And I don't want to do this again. Okay. <laughs> it's, just, it's such a stupid conversation. I'm so tired of this one. It, it, it's... 
Okay. I don't know. Do you like cheese, John? Depends. <laughs> but no. There we go. See, I just... Never mind. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that. We'll leave that. We'll because leave that. that's that's a whole other thing. That, that could be a whole podcast, but a very frustrating podcast that could end up in a bet in $15 and ruin our relationship. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be a bet. Like, we just you just park in the wrong spot and have to pay $15 to go to get out of the parking lot, you know? Uh-huh. Um, okay, so, but yeah, we've... So, um... We've mostly eaten at, like, chains. Mainly chains. But there's been a few, like, dying chains we've gone to. We went to Fuddruckers. Fuddruckers. Which, like, I went to a lot in Pennsylvania. I mean, quote-unquote a lot. I went to in Pennsylvania during my middle school years with my dad. It was this thing that we do every time we got, like, a haircut because it was near the barbers. Um, and it was, like, a fun little thing that we would do from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would typically get their sliders that they had there. But they don't do the sliders anymore, which was a shame. And we did that, and that mm-hmm. was that was fine, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that was the main one. Anyway, so Branson. Brand. Oh yes, John. What are your thoughts on Branson? You know, it was it was an interesting time. Like I showed up, and it's like, oh, you know, this is Branson. Cool. It looks like they have a couple of attractions. <laughs> then you know, I just I'm driving around waiting for you to get off work, and I'm like totally lost. And then I enter the main strip of Branson. Yes. And I was like, holy crap. This place is lost. This is Las Vegas. <laughs> and it really was. Like, there was, like, all these different giant attractions on this main strip. It was like, whoa, there's the Titanic. Whoa, there's... What is this? And it's like, I, I was freaking out. <laughs> I was driving my car. And I was going, what's the speed limit? Who's behind me? Yeah. I was at a wax museum. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I gotta stop at a Walmart and process this. <laughs> and the worst part is, there's a roller coaster across the street from that Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. So we like, stopped at the very sketchy Walmart, and it was like, uh, I'll get pop tarts. <laughs> That's what you did. I bought. Oh my god! I bought. I bought pop tarts. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Did I need to? No. No. But like, I have been enjoying my pop tarts here. Yeah. I don't blame you, man. I remember the first time I drove on that strip, and I swear I was probably five cars behind me upset that, you know, I was going so slow because it's pure information overload. It Like, it was information oh, overload. John, I need to drive you down the strip at night. Oh, no. Yes. No. I will drive. So you don't have to. John. John, you thought it was Las Vegas? Wait till it's nighttime. <laughs> I'm seeing stars, my gosh. Oh. Yeah. Taking a sip of that water. Oh yeah. boy. You killed me there. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, John, I seriously have to. It's it's the experience. Mm. Like if you if we we need to finish your Branson experience on the high note. See, I thought the high note was Silver Dollar City. Yeah, we'll be doing that 
at the end of the week. And we're apparently trying Mr. Beast Burger. We're going to try... So we, that will be in Springfield. That's not Branson yeah. for your heads. Like I, I've been hearing scary stories about Springfield by your, <laughs> by your co-workers. Really? They're like, oh, no, I don't want to go to Springfield. I feel like my life is in danger every time I go there. Really? Yeah. Okay, so what's funny, so one of my co-workers, he mm. lives in Springfield. One right. of my former co-workers, she also lives in Springfield. Right. They commute mm-hmm. the full hour every day mm-hmm. to and from Branson. Um they live in Springfield. Anyways, um, one my other co-workers, he loves food. He loves going to Springfield to try out food over okay. at Springfield. Honestly, I can't believe how often my coworkers go to Springfield. So honestly, that's almost a new side of my coworkers I haven't heard. Wow. I mean, it was mainly like when they were talking about going to the movie theaters. Really? Over there. Uh-huh. Like, I go to the theaters, but then when I go out, I feel like there's just these... <laughs> Here's the crazy... Very weird people. <laughs> They're like... Freak me out. They're like yeah. zombies in how they move. They're passed out on the street. It's, it's like wild. I cannot believe, like, again, when we went to see Doctor Strange, there was a group of my coworkers who went to Springfield to see the movie while we also have an IMAX in Branson. You know right. what I mean? It's crazy to me that you drive an hour. Not They don't go to the IMAX, but they still drive an hour out to see a movie. Right. While we already have theater in town. It's Right, but, but like it's IMAX is more expensive. True, but you're especially with gas prices. It's essentially a wash, if not even more expensive, to drive out. You know yeah, I mean? like they're not thinking like that. They're they're not. the The thing is, I guess so. There's one particular theater that they love the experience of, or whatever. Sure, so that's that's the one they go to. Sure. Yeah. Let's see. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I uh, Springfield isn't necessarily like. Branson has its sketchy areas too. Springfield has its city sketchy areas. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. Like I don't necessarily hang out in Springfield necessarily either. But yeah. I mean, we had a nice day. Nice day doing absolutely nothing at all. And that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> really? I mean, I I had a fun time. Wait, which today? No, the Monday. The yeah, Monday. That day, you know. Did you have a fun time? I mean, here's the thing. Uh-huh. You saw me. I was cheery. You were cheery. It was om- I wasn't necessarily upset that you were cheery, but it was almost shocking how cheery you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want to talk about it? See, only if you want to talk about okay, it. Okay, so essentially, on Sunday, we had an issue, and we I thought it was going to be just a one-time thing. On So on Monday, we were going to go to Springfield to try out Mr. Beast Burgers. Um, and I tried to start my car after getting gas in Branson West, which is the town nearby. Yes, it is its own separate town. Um, and it wouldn't start exactly the previous day. And and I tried it enough where I just felt like it was an issue. Not yeah, and you were right time. next to an O'Reilly, so yeah. we, I, I pushed the car. You pushed it as I steered it. Yeah. I offered to do it the other way because I push stuff for a living. I know. But then you just... No, I offered, but you hopped out. No, 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 what? no. Because like you, you offered that, and I was like, okay, we're gonna do that. And then we got to the point, it's like, okay, let's do this. And you were, you just stayed there on the steering. steering. No, I thought you jumped out. I thought like you I, offered I, and jumped I, out. I jumped out while I looked at you, 
for a few seconds waiting and I was like, okay, I guess I'll, I guess I'm pushing. Okay. Pure miscommunication. I I misunderstood that. Well, then I misunderstood you too. Sure. Okay. Pure miscommunication. I I, I pushed it, which is fun. (laughs) Um, anyways, replace the battery. It wasn't that, well, no, the battery was low in need of replacing anyways, but it was a starter. So, well, I mean, let's not go specifics that we caught a guy who who did the job he did the job he did the job well i would recommend that (laughs) i would i mean like if if like if i but boy he had terrible bedside manner (laughs) because like we because like everything he said like made us worried it did make us worry honestly i was laughing you were i was just like i guess it was also like oh well, I guess I had to make the best of the situation. Otherwise, right. this will be such a boring right. thing. So I just, yeah, I put on a happy At the face. End of the day, it worked out. And based on his work, I would on the work. On I the would work. recommend him. You know what I mean? Because right. at the end of the day, here's the thing with Branson. It's really hard for me to trust anybody because it's such a touristy town, mm-hmm. and um, I I feel like even I can be ripped off easily. Sure. So he did the job. We essentially negotiated a fair price. Right. And on that basis, I would recommend him. But I'll just leave it at that. Um, But it was worrying and upsetting. (laughs) But yeah, it was like I was just like exasperated that day. (laughs) Right. Because it's one thing to do. First off, car trouble gives me minor trauma. Like, we, we've talked about on the podcast before. I've been in a car accident. That's pure trauma right there. Mm-hmm. Minor trauma in that I hate these situations. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I get really antsy during these kind of situations. Right. Not in a the accident kind of way, but in a way where I'm just, like, stressed. And um, I guess for me, I could mm-hmm. be chipper because it wasn't my car. <laughs> That's true. I just felt bad because you're here. That's kind of what it made it worse. Not that you're... Like there's some people I definitely wouldn't be in that situation wouldn't want to be in that situation with. Right. What I hate is that I was hosting a guest this week. <laughs> we had plans that day. We did. And we couldn't do anything. No. Well, we did. We like we, we, we got a ride back home and watched a Star Wars movie and we'll talk about Star Wars in a I moment. mean, we went to lunch and then we We did go to we, lunch. I guess we watched Star Wars. Yeah. So, like it worked out, but like that that's not the way I'd want to host a guest. Essentially. Right. But you you <laughs> you played me weird owls polka jam to cheer me up. Uh, weird owls polka jam. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's how chipper you were. <laughs> Does I, that say anything, podcast people? That's how chipper John was. He played me weird owls polka. I mix. was doing whatever I could to make <laughs> you less stressed about the situation uh-huh. well actually so you were saying like you like to watch like movies right like whenever i have a stressful situation or just like things in general i just it's called escapism yeah it is so i mean so we actually watched star wars movie and that actually did help anyway me take it out so of my speaking thing. of that well just a moment uh, like i there was uh some article that I don't know if I read but heard about, but sure. like when when people scroll on social media, they get a similar high or same high to like when people do alcohol, right? And I, I and like that has almost like 
informed something to me. I don't necessarily know if it necessarily informed my actions, but, you know, to be a little more conscious about it is like, you know, the idea of escapism. Is it, I don't know if it's good or bad, you know what I mean? Because we, we have entertainment for the purpose of escapism, and right, I don't think that's like, necessarily uh, bad. But, like, a lot of people, I can even say to myself, mm -hmm. to, like, several extents, like, we do too much escapism, mm. or just consumerism, mm. is another word to put it as mm -hmm. well. That's fair. I think definitely, like, for me, one of my issues, sorry, one of the things I notice myself doing is I will edit. Right. To escape. Sure. Um, I, and which can help me process in a way and like, you know, put myself in a better state of mind, mm. but at the same time, it's still a form of escapism. And I, I don't know, it's like, this is like something I like in the back of my head would like to research more, Sure, but just never make the time to, because I'm just so busy. And I know for is. me, I'm just always wanting to watch stuff. Right. Like, even when I'm doing other things, I'm like, oh, right. I can't wait till I get home and just watch stuff. Mm -hmm. I find it... So, we were talking about, like, our different watching habits. Our different watching habits. Because, like, um, we, we, of course, have different habits. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> I was watching your habits, and I'm just going, oh, no, Christopher. That's not a good way to do this. Um, you want to talk about something so, like, else? So, essentially, you like to watch movies late at night, and you describe it as... You don't even just like do it right away. You always put it. You always put watching things at the last minute. I do. Which so part of that, I don't think I mentioned this right during our time. I probably mentioned it before, but basically, it takes a lot to convince myself I'm gonna watch something, and okay. that's not just movies. That's also music. When I want to listen to an album, I have to convince myself I'm gonna listen to an album. Mm. So, like, it's it's really hard for me to just jump into something. Right. Like, like, there are some things, I would argue, like, South Park, where it's, I mean, it's not always the first thing I turn to, but that's just easier for me to turn on. Like, South Park, Marvel, I know the format, I know the style. It's not a lot to convince my brain to get into. You know what I mean? Right. But most other things, I, like, really have to convince myself, be like, okay, do I want to do this? Do I know what I'm getting myself into? So, yeah, that's... Sorry. Yeah. But like you watch a thing. You have a projector. I have a projector. Which is cool. Really That's cool. nice. It is nice. But when I saw you, you were like laying on the bed, laying on the floor, looking up. Uh-huh. And like being in such a comfortable position <laughs> to the point where I was looking at you. was like, hmm, is he paying attention or is he starting to doze off? Uh-huh. Because like. I know that a lot of times, if I'm like in a very comfortable, laid laid down position, like I'll start falling asleep, which is why like I watch things sitting up. Mm -hmm. That's why I took the chair, mm -hmm. or I bring a chair into your room because like I can't s sleep with the back with my back on the wall because that's a pain in my back. Right. So I sit in the chair, so that I'm focused. Mm -hmm. I am. I do it because my full attention is on this thing. Right. Whereas when I'm laying down, half of my attention is being taken by my body. Really? To, like, rest. Huh. Because that's what you do when you're in a resting position. Huh. You rest. Uh-huh. Interesting. Because I had always, like... Like, if, if I was watching something in the living room... We have couches. Those are comfortable enough. But, yeah. like, a chair... 
I've never like considered comfortable enough for me to like sit and watch something. See, chairs like chairs are like there to be able to not lay down. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, chair not very comfortable, mm-hmm. but you can be focused while sitting in the chair. Because mm-hmm. like after like thirty minutes, I have to like change my position because I get uncomfortable. I yeah yeah yeah. You but like I mean? the last few movies, you you took the chair and like, I have I, I could see that you spend more time with the chair each movie that we saw. <laughs> That's true. Because like because at some point you would transition back onto the floor. Yes, because I would get bored enough to want to lay down essentially sure. or tired in some cases yeah and in, in my case when i watch movies i tend to watch movies in, during the daytime mm-hmm. so yeah so that's another thing is like i've kind of conditioned myself where i want the day to be able to work because sure. i have a afternoon late night job yeah not necessarily late night but night job essentially most of my hours are between t- two to ten those are my, my normal eight-hour days. Um, and so my idea is to get things done in the morning. So edit, errands, whatever, not waste time to watch things. And then at night, if I wanted to, like, that's when I would prefer to watch something mm. because I'm exhausted. I obviously don't want to do anything perfect time to consume. Yeah. Um, I'm Sometimes I will watch things in the morning, but that's kind of been rare of late. I remember I went through a lot of the MCU, I think, both at morning and night. Right. Um, my first time. Um, but, yeah, also, like, sometimes I'm not always in the mood to watch something hyper-serious at night. Or, honestly... Uh, it just really depends. It mm. really depends. It really depends. I I, uh, I I will take that statement back. Regardless, let's put it this way. What I was going to say is it. De- sometimes I want to watch something like Black Swan. Yeah, sure. And there are other times where I'm tired, but not tired enough to fall asleep. But tired enough where I don't want to watch something like Black Swan or Inception. You know what I mean? Right. And so I will put on... Um, maybe like a rom-com where I'm expecting to get bored enough to pause and fall asleep in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or if I know I really want to go to sleep, I'll put on The Office because that's boring enough that puts me to sleep, but it's entertaining enough where I don't turn it off. Sure. Um, The Office puts me to sleep, like especially at night. Um, I haven't tried watching it during the day because if I want to watch The Office, I'll go on YouTube to watch clips. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, yeah, those are, were there any other things you observed? I mean, like. I feel like you've observed a handful of things. I gave a bunch of rebuttals. (laughs) You did. (laughs) It was also like, I was one, I was just wondering, it's like. Because there are many times where we would call each other and you talked about like, oh, I watched this movie. I watched half of it and then I went to sleep. And I was like, "You've noticed? I've noticed that." And, huh. so, and was, well, like, I wasn't like part of my mind is like, "Oh, he does yeah. that." And then, like, we watch our first movie together here, and I look at you laying on your bed. I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. "Yeah, you would, you would get tired mm-hmm. after halfway through the movie." And I'm not gonna lie, you made me aware of that because mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that happens. Because as soon as you kind of start saying that. I started to notice I get tired when I lay down. So I'm like, well, John, you completely ruined laying down for me. I, I know. Because, like, <laughs> there, there's sometimes, like, I, there's, like, sometimes, very few times where, like, I'm sitting on the couch 
watching something. And then I feel like, oh, I'm just going to lay down on my side. It's like, oh, yeah, but now I'm getting tired. I'm going to mm-hmm. sip straight up again. Yeah. So. So as a result, because we watched the original trilogy of Star Wars mostly at and night. And we watched Star Wars, by the way, guys. Yeah, well, we're getting, we're really close to that. Yes. Because we watched most of the original trilogy at night. Yes. And we noticed that I was piecing out pretty easily. To the point, like, you were missing very simple things. I miss really simple things, period. Right, but like... You pointed something out in Rogue One that I'm like, what? Remember? You're like, did you know that was CG? I'm like, what? Um, but th- th- that one's understandable because like okay. you wouldn't know. Still, but like, it's my first viewing, John. Give me a break. <laughs> did you notice when the, <laughs> the 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 trooper bonked his head? Of course I would. It's my first time, John. <laughs> um, I made a noise. <laughs> um. Anyways, um. Yeah, so, like, we watched most of the original trilogy at night. Two and yes. three, definitely at night. Um, but, like, five was definitely very late at night. It was, like, one in the morning that we started watching that. Did we? Yes. No, n- five. Right, yes. five. Because I, 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 I'm still struggling with the numbers. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and so then we watched uh, the... Well, we did watch A New Hope in the afternoon. But that's when I was laying in my bed and you started noticing that. Yes. So essentially, especially during the prequels, I sat in my chair. Yeah. Out of respect for you. Out of respect for me. Um, But also would transition on the ground to lay down at points. Um, Mm -hmm. I I think during Sith and Rogue One, I was mostly in my chair for those two. Right. Plus, like, you were most engaged with those films. Yes. As well. Um, But yeah, those we pretty much watched in the morning. Um, we did. Yeah. For my sake, mainly. But my sake, too. Right. But I, I really was happier watching in the morning. And I was more focused. Right. Because I was dozing off during the originals. Right. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. There was... I remember a, there was one minute in episode five where I don't remember any dialogue. And that was pretty much what I was talking about. You missing things because you were sleeping there. Uh, that was that was one specific point though. Mm, if anything, like see, I fell asleep after six. You know what I mean? Right. I didn't miss anything during the movie like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, you oh was six like when you just passed out? <laughs> I passed out when we were yeah. gonna watch number one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So like, you had this idea. It's like oh, what's we'll <laughs> six? And then we'll watch number one. So like we, we <laughs> as soon as we finish six, you start. Like, you start talking about one or two things, then it's like, okay, I'm going to actually, let me look at some of my phone. Yes. And I'm, like, uh, waiting patiently. And then I look at you, and you're just passed, yes. you just, you were just passed out, face down, on your, on, on the, on the ground, sleeping. Like, starting to snore. I snore? Like, oh, very softly. It's okay. Like, very subtle. Okay. And I was like, oh. Like, what do I do? Because, like, you had left the projector on. Like, <laughs> the lights were still on. I was like, what do I, do I wait till he wakes up? Like, uh-huh. is he sleeping? I don't know. I, I, I sat there for, like, maybe five minutes. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess he really is asleep. Okay. <laughs> then I just turned off everything and yeah. just went to bed. Yeah. I, I'm, 
I think based on how tired and, and, it was, and that was I think and it was that, probably a good decision. And that was really where I was like, hmm, it should not be a good thing where as soon as you finish a movie, you pass out. <laughs> without thinking or discussing it. I did discuss a few things. Mm, okay. Not really. Okay. Because we discussed it when you woke up the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyways... <laughs> All that to say, we're watching something tonight. Anyway. <laughs> no, all that to really say, John's special mission was to take me through Star Wars for my very first time. Yeah, we talked about this in the podcast before, but here is this. So, the thing is, um, so I first watched the MCU for the first time last year. For A recap for anybody who has not been listening to the podcast, yep. which is pretty much everybody. Um, went through the MCU for the first time last year, enjoyed my time in that, watched through it at least twice, a handful of movies, additional time, right? Um, I enjoyed it, right? But I, and I was humbled by Star Wars, Marvel. I was humbled by Marvel. Mm. Um, cause I thought both Marvel and Star Wars were, uh, lame mainstream things that for some people, uh, for some reason, everybody likes, but it's just lame because it's mainstream. You know what I mean? And especially if, if, if you, I mean, yeah. So Marvel humbled me. And so I'll, I wasn't ready to give Star Wars a try right away, but eventually, right? Um, and like you were, ta- and like we talked about this many times, where yeah. it's like, I would rather get into Star Wars than Lord of the Rings or even DC first. Mm-hmm. So somehow, did I pitch the idea of you coming? Because there was a mixture of you know vis- uh, us talking about visiting each other, or more or less you visiting me to especially see a few of our grad. You know, um, some of the sure, people we yeah. went to college with work at my place. Right. Um, and you taking me through Star Wars. I don't remember which conversation went first, but they merged somehow. But then, like, suddenly the idea popped in and stuck. Yes. To the point where I really thought about it and was like, I could do this. Yes. Because uh, then, like, it was also lining up better because, like, oh, we can watch Doctor Strange in theaters t- together. Oh, my gosh, yes. And that's we did a podcast on that. Yes. So do that. I almost forgot about that. <laughs> like the movie itself. Uh, not really. But, um, but yeah, this was a 15-hour drive. Mm-hmm. And you got to see the show at the place I work, Sight and Sound Theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I recommend... Honestly. I saw the show. Yeah. It was, it was nice, you know? Yeah. I, I think it's my favorite show of ours. I haven't seen all our shows, but what I've seen. like, mm. There's also the fact that I've heard it hundreds of times where it's more than just me tolerating it, but it's by now that I know if I like it or not. You know what I mean? Sure. And I like it. I genuinely do. There are always... There's definitely a few moments where I care less about by I'm not cringing each time I hear them on stage. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but yeah... I had gotten also to the point with Marvel where I'm like, I understand the world enough. I'm willing to jump into another world because people right after I watch Marvel, they're like, you have to watch Star Wars. I'm like, screw you. I'm, I'm trying to process Marvel. Give me time and eventually I'll check out Star Wars. Right. 
And then honestly, with the disappointment of Doctor Strange, it was. Or, you yeah, know, you were disappointed based with, upon you the were hype. disappointed with Doctor Strange that you decided to watch Star Wars earlier. Really? Because we weren't going to watch A New Hope until like Sunday. That's true. And then like Friday, like right after lunch, he's like, you know what? We have enough time. You, let's do it's it. It's like, what time? How long is the movie? Sure, let's do it. Yeah, I was that. Like I was. Here's I'll eat anything Marvel feeds me. Right. But I was that exasperated after Doctor Strange, which is listen to our podcast. Yeah, listen more about that. Yeah, that I'm like let's let's just do it. Let's mm-hmm. just start it. So let let me give a little bit of background because I don't I've repeated myself like five times over this whole week to different people, and I can't remember what I've said and I don't remember what I've said on the podcast. So bear well then again, no one listens to this, so who cares? I saw marvel and star wars in the same light prior to going through either of them Mm. they were both mainstream and everyone liked both of them i was a little more conscious of star wars before marvel despite marvel having some recognizable characters in the past during my childhood specifically spider-man and hulk um and also that was a time when i confused marvel and dc they were just superheroes, you know what I mean? Um, so Batman and Su- Superman were also notable characters at that time as well. Anyways, um, so I saw, you know, Marvel and Star Wars in the same light. Didn't care for them. Thought they were mainstream. But, you know, due to class assignment, I watched Mar- uh, I watched Iron Man. And I thought it was just like an action flick, bam, bam, pow. I was really, like, taken aback, like, the heart behind the story of Iron Man and a character I really resonated with. And so what led out of me to see more Tony Stark threw me into enjoying the whole MCU as a whole. So I was humbled by Marvel and I went into Star Wars with a similar mindset in that, okay, so it's going to be more than the Bam Bam Pow. There's emotional there's going to be some emotional heart to it. You know what I mean? Because why else would people like Star Wars so much? You know what I mean? Sure. Spoiler alert. It's it's, nostal- it's nostalgia bias. And I'll, I'll be pointing at that multiple times. But um, yeah, like this whole time I've seen Marvel and Star Wars same light. Oh, it's mainstream. Oh, no. Uh, people love it. There's a reason why people love it. So I went into Star Wars expecting the same emotional reaction from me that I got from Iron Man. I did not get that. I got the Bam Bam Pow that I wasn't expecting. Now, Marvel helped me appreciate action in movies more, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I really do see Star Wars as... There's obviously a story behind it. And it's not just a basic story. There, you know, it, it's a it's a thought out world, thought out story, whatever. But I really did see it being a product of its time in order to showcase technology in the movies. You know, let let's try something, let's do it, and let's make a movie. You know what I mean? Obviously, again, there there's there was a reason behind. 
like uh, you know but with with every like with pixar you know like i did a little bit of research and i really feel like they're an animation studio first a lot of the times storyteller second sometimes but there's nothing to animate if there's no story you know what i mean so like nemo like one of the reasons why they made that is to really perfect underwater animation and which they did successfully wally space i mean those were what core stories from their napkin right right but at the same time they still took those as challenges for them as an animation studio mm. um so i mean there's nothing necessarily wrong with that but i i know that some people can point to specific pixar movies that have weak stories but probably for them as a studio were advancement moments in in animation and technology um and so um that's how i kind of came way first off with a new hope disappointed i didn't get an emotional connection i didn't really connect with many of the characters um and and i saw again a product of its time to try to push and showcase technology which isn't bad again 40 years ago or whatever like you know that that's you know that's amazing what they were able to do right um and 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 i again nostalgia bias where you know children see this they're awed by it they grew up on this they're they're full of imaginative minds mm -hmm. and you know they run with it and so this is innate in their uh childhood and they introduce it to their children and so on you know what i mean right there's nothing wrong with that, but that's what I've really realized about Star Wars. It's there's a lot of nostalgia behind it, and it's been unfairly overhyped for me. Where everyone loves it because they grew up on it. I'm not saying it's bad, but I don't get that. I I'll take you through the journey, but that's essentially the big preface. Um first off, it's more than just well, okay. I was actually surprised how good they looked. Especially the originals. Including A New Hope. I mean, it still looks dated. And I know I watched the remastered one. But I was still really impressed, like, how good it looked. Um, but the most interesting thing I kind of, dare I say, discovered off the bat was the style. Almost pacing. But it's a very different direction of a movie. Mm -hmm. George Lucas directed all six movies, all the first six movies, right? He directed the first one. He directed the first one. Yes. Of the original trilogy. Yes. Okay. Regardless. And then he was just but in control mm -hmm. of the others. Well, yeah. Yeah. He still had a hand in the others. But the point is, like, he, he had a very specific vision of how to do the movie. I remember before I saw movies, I kind of complained about just them being a little too overdramatic in forms of cinema because I kind of appreciate more the realism. As time has gone on, I've been able to appreciate the art more. I think, like, I, I've probably talked to you about this with music lately. I haven't been so focused on lyrics lately. I've been mostly been looking at songs that sound good. You know what I mean? And that's mostly K-pop. I've been really loving my K-pop stuff lately. So, like, like those just, they sound great. 
And honestly, like most of the songs lyrically are dumb love songs. There's nothing necessarily deep about them. So they just sound great. You know what I mean? So I've been lately also been appreciating more of the art of cinema. But also, like Marvel kind of helped. I feel like Marvel is a great like bridging point where it's like, oh, I'm interested in movies. You go through Marvel and it helps branch you out into the other styles that can be out there. You know what I mean? And especially of recent, like WandaVision, let's let's. Let's pay homage to, you know, old TV shows. Oh, that's a cool style. I might want to check out more of those. You check out Vin Van Dyke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like Marvel is a great branching point. You know what I mean? They're almost like, like, for me as a rock fan, like, you think about those, like, bands that helped introduce me into metal. You know, like Skillet and Red for some, like, Demon Hunter that's within the Christian world. Like, today I don't really... Especially skilled, don't really listen to them as much, but like they were instrumental in bridging me over. So I feel like Marvel can be that point for many people. Sure. Um. So I've so they kind of Marvel kind of helped me appreciate cinema more. Um, and from that I've been kind of seeking out, you know, been been more intrigued by cinematography and the art of it. I'm still not crazy about movies, like crazy. But like I, I can I appreciate them more and definitely enjoy something like even the Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness where it's a, such a crazy fun visual experience where it satisfied me in that way and so I've kind of been enjoying that as a, also as a creator you also just think about things overanalyze things even of how they're made right so. All that, starting to appreciate, you know, different directions, cinematography or whatever, and in comes a new hope. And so different. It's the most, and also to be fair, it's the, probably the oldest thing I've ever watched. Right. But it's so different. So different. My, my roommate described it in a really interesting way in that within the movie, they're not aware it's a movie. Many movies are meant to be a movie experience. The, what I what I was talking about, like that cinematic pinwheel almost, where it's like very movie-esque, you know what I mean? Like they have the weird lingering stares, they have stupid lines, you know what I mean? There's uh, things that just, you know, don't happen kind of things, you know what I mean? And which kind of weirded me off as it related to movies, right? Sure. Um, and then in comes A New Hope, where it's for what it is, it being a sci-fi adventure, is so surprisingly realistic. In that it's like you stuck a camera in somebody's life and it just followed them. It's like the reality show without the scripting and fluff. Mm -hmm. It's it's so shockingly that, and it completely shocked me because ironically i feel like three years ago that's almost what i would have wanted i'm not saying i would have enjoyed it but right. i'm saying in terms of a movie that's almost what i would have wanted mm -hmm. and then now i've almost moved past it not saying i don't want it but i've almost moved past it and started accepting more of the art and then i got actually got hit with realism that it sent me reeling um, there's part of me sometimes when I, I don't think I'm ever going to work on a movie, like, you know, in such a way like directing or writing. Of course. But there is part of me that if I do work on a movie, I want 
it to I want to try the, a realistic angle. You know what sure. I mean? Because yeah. I want to break the bounds and bonds of movie making where it's where it does kind of take you off guard, but not enough where it's like you're wondering what you just watched. You know what I mean? But also creative in other ways as well, especially of late where I'm definitely thinking more creatively. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I just, it really surprised me. I just, there's whether you agree with me or with how I've been explaining it or not, I think most people can agree. There's just a certain style to the original trilogy. I don't know if it's been done before, but from what I've seen, it's really unique. And so for each movie, I started to like understand and grasp it a little more. So like I enjoyed five more than four. I enjoyed six more than five. You know what I mean? Not to say I love them, but I appreciate them more. Mm. Now let's talk about the emotional angle a bit. Marvel has, you know, yes, we have our big team up adventures like Infinity War or whatever, you know, our Ad- Avengers movies, but they all stemmed from individual movies where we follow one certain character and follow their journey, whether it's emotional or not. But most most of the time, it's there's some sense of emotion that runs alongside of it. Honestly, many of the Marvel movies have some romance plot in them. So that's a huge factor in movies, period. Um, Obviously, there is romance in Star Wars. But the thing is, there's the original trilogy. We follow three people, but we don't necessarily exclusively follow three people. I mean, there is an emphasis on Luke, but this is not Luke's story. But we're watching his story. You know what I mean? It's more of a Skywalker story. That's true. So Luke, Leia, Mm -hmm. and Vader. And Solo. Who's not a Skywalker, but he's still part of the story. He's, he's, I mean, he's with Leia, so. Right. He's there. Unlike Revenge of the Sith, where it really focuses on Anakin's journey. Mm Mm-hmm. Spoiler, I really like that, but we can talk about that a little later. Um, but it's just, I didn't get that emotional thing I was expecting from Star Wars that I surprisingly got from Marvel and enjoyed Marvel for that. And then I was expecting it in Star Wars and I didn't get that. I couldn't really connect with any of the characters. Um, I mean, Harrison Ford is really cool, but that's kind of it, you know? It's not like I can connect with Ewoks. <laughs> right. Um, which they're super cute, I think. Um, yeah. You mean, you mean you're not a teddy bear on a wood, on, <laughs> in the redwoods, trying to eat the first thing you see? They're cute. Worshipping a golden droid? Oh my gosh, I forgot about that, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so here's the thing that might shock a lot of people. I had no sympathy for the rebellion. Now, obviously, the common movie trope, of course, I want the good guys to win. But there was no, they had no emotional reaction out of me. You know what I mean? Sure. I didn't necessarily care if they won 
obviously I wouldn't have liked it if they lost because obviously we want good guys to win, but there's nothing that made me want the rebellion to win. There was nothing making me cheer them on. I think part of it is lack of context. A lot of the context was just set in dialogue very mm-hmm. casually mm-hmm. and you'd miss it mm-hmm. easily. And I think it's definitely better with just knowing the context of the prequels. And then for me, it's also I have even more context from just TV shows, Mm -hmm. books, and other histories Mm -hmm. that don't exist anymore. So, you know, know, it it, it was interesting Mm -hmm. seeing your perspective. It's like that. It's like, really? You don't really care about the Rebels? Oh yeah, because it doesn't. Okay, yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. So, yeah. Uh, also, back to the reality aspect. Like, I think that's especially evident, especially at the first act of episode five. But even the first act of episode six, I don't remember the first act of episode four. Um, but like, if you cut out that first act, it really wouldn't affect the movie at all. But it just kind of shows, like, you know, okay, this is something that happened to them. Which is kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. Not against it. But it just really... It's just interesting. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, Yeah. I don't remember... I mean, you could bring up points about each of the movies. And I could probably say something about it. But not enough to remember how different 5 is from 6. Correct. You know what I mean? Right. So give me time. I... Am intending to go through Star Wars again in a few months. Yeah, like uh, with in with, depth with the Clone addition Wars of Clone Wars and Rebels and the sequels. Sure, um, Mandalorian. You're, you're gonna, whatever. Oh, you're gonna do the movie sequels as well. I'm I'm doing it. Oh, okay, you're doing it. Yeah, okay. like this. My intention this time. I watched the first six in Rogue One. I wanted to get my head in Star Wars. Okay. Give me time to process, then I'd want to watch the sequels. You know what I mean? Because I want to. I, I kind of want to see. There, there. I mean, it's tempting to just go ahead and watch the sequels from a fresh perspective. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And go in blindly and potentially like them, but at the same time, the, the Star. I've always thought of the Star Wars world is kind of confusing. It's not as confusing just going through the movies to some degree, you know what I mean? If if you're just it just there's just so many Star Wars nerds out there that it seems really confusing. Um but like if 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 you think of it simply, it's not hyper confusing. Anyways, but I I just wanted to understand Star Wars as it was, as it has been belovedly known prior to 2015. Um and just appreciate that as is, you know what I mean? Um, so that, again, I'm wanting to kind of play into the nostalgia bias that a lot of people have. Be like, okay, this is what people know as Star Wars. Um, so yeah, I will, so yeah, I plan to go through the whole shebang later. Stay tuned on the podcast as I will be giving updates. My current project is Pixar, but we're not there yet. Let me talk about the prequels. Unless there's anything else about the original trilogy, let's get to the prequels. Yeah, so in time, I will, I'll, I'll probably give more thoughts on the original trilogy when I go through them again, um, or just Star Wars in general. 
um, hope, I want to kind of rank things. I will say probably New Hope is my least favorite, but again, it, I want to rewatch it and really gifts that, you know what I mean, later. Yeah. Um, prequel trilogy, which I kind of did enjoy due to its modern edge, mm-hmm. but it still felt like Star Wars, yeah. unlike Rogue One, and we'll talk about that later. Um, so there was, again, more modern edge, which kind of helped me connect with it a little more from, again, I've, re- I haven't seen, we'll say any old movies, not to say I'm not against watching them, right? Like when, like, I want to go through some of them just to, you know, for history's sake, you know what I mean? But, um, anyways, yeah, so there was more of a modern connection, but it also still kind of felt like Star Wars. Um, like it didn't, it didn't feel much of a deviation like Rogue One. Um, again, I enjoyed one more than six because of me just kind of appreciating Star Wars more. I am starting to, you know, understand the world a bit, you know, and also, uh, yeah, just, I was kind of appreciating it a bit. I don't really know much else more to say about that. It was really crazy. I will say it's also just crazy how much bigger it was, obviously due to technology, but it's still just crazy. And it's weird to think about the original trilogy now after seeing the prequel trilogy and Rogue One. It's just like the original trilogy feels so small because they couldn't do as much. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And obviously that is the story that is told and probably will be retold as such in the future. But it's still crazy to think about that. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't really know specific thoughts to give about number one. See, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If, again, I don't know if they will. I don't think they should do a reboot. But also, I don't know if, they are, if they're legally allowed to. Really? Because like, I'm, cause like when George sold Star Wars, I'm sure I'm, he definitely made strict guidelines under the deal. Hmm. made to sell it one was that they couldn't re-update any of the movies any further with special editions really yes like whatever we have whatever is done there that's it don't don't mess with it anymore and i wouldn't be surprised if his other condition was don't reboot and remake it Mm -hmm. because like i just feel like especially in our world of franchise-based things and like constantly rebooting franchises as well i mean like i don't see one in the distant horizon for star wars but like in a hundred years you know what i mean where it's like okay well let's let's do it again you know what i mean sure like i I come when we're dead and gone and when we're dead and gone which i'm not gonna lie i'm a little curious to see like how streamlined it would be you know what i mean sure. like to see you know the transition from sith into rogue one into a new hope and that to be more seamless you know what i mean i i personally would be more intrigued uh, and on one end the quality you know what i mean but you know it to see it kind of streamlined i would be really curious about that but um anyways so yeah i mean one similar to the original trilogy, I don't have a lot of deep thoughts on. Little Anakin was cute. <laughs> Wasn't crazy about Jar Jar, but I don't hate him. Um, I prefer 
C-3PO. I mean, I know he wasn't as prominent as Jar Jar, but even so, both both characters can't just make comments at the worst times, you know? Right. Which is just rough. Jar Jar did make me laugh sometimes. I mean, like, I'm, I do consider myself a child in some regards with humor, but I just wasn't, like, over the moon, you know? Of course. Which I, I'm, I'm just stating, just because I know some people have either very specific thoughts about Jar Jar or just, like, standard just yes or no's. Just thought I'd expound for the heck of it. Um... Now we'll get into more specific thoughts with the next two. Number two. <laughs> oh, I just, I just really enjoyed watching this with you because, like, I knew that, like, it was going to be a train wreck watching through the romance plot of this movie with you. Because <laughs> you were especially, like, you were, you were <laughs> enjoying bantering about the the Anakin Padme's lines in in a phantom like are you an angel that, <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing to the point where when the sequels came when the second one came along and we got angsty Anakin and great dialogue like I don't like sand it's coarse rough and it gets everywhere <laughs> I like here here it's soft and smooth oh oh I know oh my gosh I forgot about that yes bro that is that's almost I mean like if they didn't know each other that's pure creep energy but also they they don't like knowing each other that much but also Padme was blind enough to love Anakin oh my god oh I killed him I killed them all and not just the men but the women and the children. <laughs> They're animals, and I slaughter them like animals. I hate them. And she just squats down and, and comforts him. Casals him, yeah. Because most girls would slap you in the face and leave you and never talk to you again. Sure. But if you're so blindly in love, of course you're going to comfort your man. It's like, oh, I know. They killed your mother. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Like, you paused after each of those scenes. I paused five times during the uh, the, the lake scene. <laughs> In just a span of, like, 60 seconds, you pause so many times. <laughs> like, like you're like, you're going to pause again. I tried not to. And the scene ends. It's like, and I'm like, I have to. I'm pissed. It's like, Christopher, you're going to pause again in 30 seconds. And then like five seconds passed and you paused again. And then 30 more seconds passed and then you pause again. It's like. <laughs> Here's the thing. If I want to watch a stupid rom-com, I know what I'm getting myself into. Yeah. I've watched four Star Wars movies. I wanted a fifth Star Wars movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> what did I get? Oh my gosh. It had to happen at some point, you know. Not S- that bad. Somebody had to be. I thought episode five with the Layla. The mother and, of Luke and Leia. Like, like, like the Layla and like Solo's the stuff, like, I could care less about, but it wasn't like over the top cringe. You know what I mean? Sure. It happened. I was still like, oh, whatever. But just like, but the fact that this was a literal co-plot 
of the movie <laughs> was beyond me. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Whew. I don't know, man. Yeah. But let's just move on. No. Like, this is me pausing right now. Uh, yeah, but, like, we want to move on. I don't want to move so on. So that we can get to the road cut. I don't want to move on. I do. John, do you see how distressed I am? I, I know. This is... <sighs> Man. I wish I could just wish away my feelings. That movie made me feel something for the first time. Pure hatred for Anakin. I'm haunted by the kiss you shouldn't have given me. Oh my god. (laughs) Second, almost honestly, really the last third of the movie was cool. Yes. You can't necessarily. And that's like the main thing that I would rewatch it as a kid was for the act, the bright action scenes. Like, like the Obi mystery. Yeah, plotline is intriguing, but it's obviously not intriguing enough or not as detailed enough for it to be the main plot of the movie. Sure. Um, and of course, you always make your young characters front and center, so we had the romance thing, but it was just so heavy-handed. Like that movie needs to be twenty minutes shorter or something. I don't know. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, the second half. You. Sorry. I really. At first, I was saying second half. But I really think it's more or less the third, the last third. The last third, you can't deny it's great, but it really can't, like, it really doesn't save the movie for me. And not even, like, Natalie Portman being in the movie, that doesn't even save the movie, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, it's it's too much of a cringe fest for me to think highly of it and somehow it beat out spider-man 3 i truly think so (laughs) okay because i mean i was more reactive towards this in spider-man 3 like i think i was able to swallow most of spider-man 3 and i thought it was bad you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i paused but like that was like a cartoonish bad like this is just bad Mm -hmm. writing yeah, Spider-Man was almost just, like, weird. Yes, it was weird, but, like, it was still ex- kind of acceptable. This was, like... I mean, like, I wasn't crazy about the Maguire movies in the first place, so it didn't necessarily help that movie for mm-hmm. me. Sure. But this was... Yeah, this was another level. This was another level. And again, like... At least, like, this has a better third act than Spider-Man 3. Yes. Because, I mean, I know you can do things with Spider-Man, but there's not much you can do with Spider-Man at the same time, arguably. Correct. Like, all you can do is shoot webs. At least here we have... Now, I know we had other people involved in that third act, but, like, here you have a mixture of people who come in near at the last minute. You know, we have the, the guns. We're trying to escape, you know, animals. 
and then you have lasers and swords, and then you have the ships flying over, and then you go to a different location to have a laser battle, and then Yoda shows up and is really cool. You know what I mean? It, like it just keeps building yeah. to amazing levels. Like you know, like it's it, that's it is hard to top almost. You know what I mean? But to sit through the first hour plus of cringe is really, really, really rough. And I don't know, man. I really probably would rather watch Spider-Man Yeah, 3. so the rewatch for that one should be interesting for you. Oh, my gosh. We've, we've talked about, like, theater experiences a little bit, me and you. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast. But, like, during Doctor Strange, I had to pee so bad just 10 minutes in. Mm. Um, like, you know, I can pause to use the bathroom. You know, I have good speakers. I have a projector. You know, obviously it's not the huge massive projection, but it works. It's better than watching something on my phone. Um, I was bored of watching stuff on my computer. I'm so glad I got a projector. Like, it's just awkward watching things on a computer sometimes. You yeah, know but I mean? you got your headphones and they sound nicer. I mean, I... Okay, here's my thing with headphones right now. Because I work at a place where I wear a headset for eight hours. Sure. I don't want to wear headphones at home. I will sometimes, but, like, I don't want to watch a movie on headphones. Cool. And also, it depends what kind of headphones you have. And speakers. But, honestly, yeah. I, I, my speakers are good speakers. Obviously, you get a little bit of different experience with headphones and speakers, but let's be honest. At a theater, you use speakers. You know what I mean? So, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, my point is, I like my home experience. Because another thing, I know movies aren't necessarily made to be paused. But if I want to pause a movie, I'm going to pause a movie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I remember there was one movie where there was, like, one line that just got me so much. Like, I was laughing. Like, I loved it. But, like, it was too much for me to handle. It just, like, brought the giggles on me. I paused, and I probably paused for, like, a solid 10 minutes because I couldn't get over that line. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be able to process things on my own mm -hmm. time. Revenge of the Sith. Quick preface. Going through all this hasn't made me love Star Wars. I'm intrigued enough to finish what I've started. You know what I mean? I want to see the sequel stuff. I want to see Clone Wars or whatever. You know what I mean? I would like. I want to finish what I've started. You know what I mean? Because I, I also told John, probably even on podcast, like seeing how much I got into Marvel. If I got into another universe, I'm gonna be invested in that. You know what I mean? I'm not taking it lightly. You know, and I'm invested enough into Star Wars where I do want to just see how things play out. You know, so yeah, I. I don't consider myself a Star Wars fan. <laughs> Star Wars casual. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, I, the, that... And I still would use that term very loosely. You know yeah. what I mean? I'll watch it to watch it. Um, so, again. Other than uh, number two, where I had emotional feelings for Anakin... Against Anakin, more or less. Mm -hmm. um, I've come away from the Star Wars movies pretty un unscathed. Not, and again, like, I, I want to be able to analyze the movies as is, but also, like, 
and I want to, you know, be able to analyze. I, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily. I, I respect the Star Wars movies. I don't love them like I did with the Marvel movies, right? Revenge of the Sith, though. That was the emotional hit I wanted. Mm. That that movie, I feel like, unlike the other movies, followed more or less a specific character. We saw that person's journey. And not just, like, uh, he was struggling between one side and another side. And, you know, to see his journey going through that. And whether you connect with the character or not, you're invested in the emotional journey. Um, oh my gosh, like I was like already, like the movie has a different feel for it, you know, compared to like the other movies while it's still feeling like Star Wars, but like, it was still like, wow. You know what I mean? I just, I, I can't help but praise that movie. Obviously, like. I think it's kind of similar to Infinity War in a way where there's a build-up. So if you don't necessarily have that build-up, might not mean as much to you. But I do feel like, you know, Revenge of the Sith is more standalone than Infinity War. Sure. Definitely more standalone than Endgame. Um, so I, I feel like it still could have, you know, you know, you, you could just go into it. I feel like I could, if someone hadn't seen Star Wars to them, I could just show them Revenge of the Sith and they'd like it. You know what I mean? Oh, boy. I think, like... I mean, it was my first movie. Right. And I was attached to it. Not because of the emotional stuff, but mm-hmm. because it was flashy and cool. Mm-hmm. But that's just me being a kid. Right. I think, like, obviously you don't have the context that has been established by the prequels or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even the original trilogy. But there's, I feel like there's still enough where it stands alone... Maybe not as well as, like, The Dark Knight. But anyways. Um, <sighs> yeah, I can't deny that's good. Like, I could kind of care less about the rest of Star Wars. But Revenge of the Sith is amazing. It really is. I, I really... And it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't hold back on anything. It doesn't. I mean, like, it, 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 does, it it's doesn't. constrained within... Yeah. It's rules of Star Wars, which mm. I appreciate. You know, it didn't go full Logan, and it didn't have to. No. But, like, it it, it did what it needed to do. Mm. Yeah. Because, like, just the implication of Anakin going up to those younglings. Oh, my gosh. And turning on his lightsaber. That was heavy. Just the imagination is heavier than actually seeing him going around killing them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was heavy. Mm. Like, yeah, it just, like, has such a good proper build-up. And, like, man. I will say, though, like, there is part of me that feels like the ending does linger a little much. Because there are some... Because they have to, like, put in the ties to, like... Right. This is how it connects to the They movie. do. Yes. I feel like, you know, there there still could have been, like, aspects that have been, like, shorter. You know what I mean? Not as long. But the thing is, like, I'm just, like, emotionally heavy. Mm. Where it almost does no good to me. You know what I mean? I think the amazing thing about Infinity War 
is that it essentially just ends there. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. And obviously, because they were able to make another movie, right? I mean, they had to, right? But, like, Infinity War just ends there. And you were left with that emotion. They're not trying to patch it up for you. I mean, yes, there is an end credit scene that teases Captain Marvel. So that's a joy for the people, at sure. least at that time. But like, and like George did say that it was very important, important that the end of like every Star Wars adventure like has to end with a glimmer of hope, even in really? the darkness. Because like the hope at the end of Revenge of the Sith is you seeing Luke, because he is the new hope. <laughs> um, at the end of the movie, that like eventually things will get better mm-hmm. because of this action. So mm-hmm. there you go. Like in, like even even with Padme dying and saying there's still good in him, mm-hmm. I felt like was enough for me. You know what I mean? Like it's still cool to see what they did do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like, but even with it kind of prolonged by showing her funeral didn't do much for me you know what i mean like it was for me it was just sad enough to see her die i didn't necessarily need the extra scene seeing her funeral like it's cool seeing how they do it with star wars tradition customs in that city you know what i mean but like it didn't you know what i mean i just i was just ready for the credits to hit so i could mourn you know what i mean sure um and then it's and then you almost talk about like the glimmer of hope and despite it ending with the end credits you know, with the same music. It feels weird. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not it's not necessarily pure mournfulness, but it's like that weird mixture where it's almost perfect. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, I should feel better about this because I know how the original trilogy works. But, like, it's so heavy at the same time. Right. Yeah, I I think, again, like, the Revenge of the Sith was kind of the art piece I wanted. The emotional thing I wanted. Um, Again, it didn't have to be full-on Infinity War for me to appreciate it, I would argue. I think enough just seeing Anakin's journey was, like, fascinating enough for me to connect and feel emotionally, but obviously it did went, it mm. did go to such a place where I was just like, this is something else, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I really can't stop singing that one's praises. I, I would, I think in the long run, it was worth it getting there. But at the same time, it was still really rough journey through the first five, where I wonder was it worth it? You know what I mean? I would it's s- a mixture of both. Sure. You know, I think it, like I'm excited to watch through the Star Wars stuff again because I know what I'm expecting. That's the thing because I didn't know what to expect at the same time going into Star Wars, so I didn't necessarily know it was going to be different as it was. And so that threw me off. I usually like to do my research and know what I'm getting myself into, which ironically didn't happen with Black Swan. I pretty much just saw Natalie Portman, like, and I've heard, like, good things about, like, okay, I'll watch it. And it started, like, getting into, like, some light gore moments, like, oh, dear, what did I get myself into? Right. (laughs) But, like, generally, like, I want, 
But let's be honest, Black Swan, if I didn't know Natalie Portman was in it, if I didn't know it was a thriller, I wouldn't have watched it. You know what I mean? So, like, at least there was some pre... Uh, there was a little bit that, like, went into my brain that made me want to watch it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And again, Star Wars, so many people love it. That's why I watched it. You know what I mean? I didn't watch it because it's Star Wars. I watched it because people love it. Um. So, yeah. Now with Rogue One. Rogue One. Which we watched this morning. We did. Here's and the- it's it's one that I really enjoy. But it's it is you have to say that it was noticeably different. The style that was that I had worked so hard for six movies to come to accept was completely thrown out the window for this movie. I'm not necessarily saying that's bad. I'm not necessarily saying they can't do anything different. But still, like at least I feel like with the MCU, there is, for the most part, a sense of consistency despite the different things that they do do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and obviously George Lucas wasn't in... Well, not obviously for some people. But for many people, George Luke, you know that George Lucas wasn't involved in Rogue One. So there's an aspect where his direction isn't in it you know what i mean mm. um but at the same time there are students enough of cinema where i do believe they can replicate it, uh a certain feel if they wanted to right from what i'm hearing they didn't do that with the sequel trilogy right uh, not as much i mean here's the thing okay explain i would say that they did everything to make this look like a star wars movie for the sequels without actually creating a story behind it because like a lot because they'll just repeat a lot of the things we've already seen in Star Wars and say here you go it's different so but the the thing is like Rogue One it still looks like Star Wars yeah we got our ships we got our lasers because like it's set in the exact same time period but it doesn't feel like Star Wars Hmm. that's what I'm saying yeah Again, I, I do believe, like, again, I don't feel like Multiverse Man is, is a good example, but I, I don't know what's a good example. It's a hard thing to describe the feeling of it Star is. Wars. It is hard. Because, like, you either know it or you don't. Yeah. And, and there's some people who are arguing, well, it's an anthology. It doesn't have to feel like the thing. I don't really care. You know what I mean? If it's, there's Star Wars attached to it in my brain, sure. I wanted it to feel like Star Wars. Sure. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it, it threw me off how unique it was. So then after watching six movies, that's what I'm expecting from Star Wars. And then this is telling me, telling me, well, screw that. You don't know what you're going to get for any Star Wars property. Oh, you know what I mean? And that's kind of, I mean, that's how people feel about Star Trek today. Hmm. Star Trek fans today, they feel like their stuff is no longer Star Trek. Mm-hmm. But it's more obvious there than right. Star Wars. But yeah. That was just really hard for me. Now, Rogue One isn't a bad movie. No. I'll just I'll just say now, the ending is really hype. <laughs> like I was hyped yeah, like, for not like the last Thir- the third act is just really hype. Well, not more than just... The th- I meant like the last three minutes. I know, but the last the last three minutes are great. The last three minutes got me a hype for yeah. one who doesn't even like Star Wars. Right. 
Um, anyways, that aside, like, it's a well-done movie, but it's so much of a movie. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's a war movie. I don't care if it's a war movie or not. It feels like a movie. It doesn't sure. feel like a Star Wars movie. Sure. I believe you can mix the two. I believe you or sorry, like I believe you can mix the aspect of it feeling like a war movie and it being a Star Wars movie. But they didn't necessarily try to. They're like, oh, it looks like Star Wars. Let's make a war movie, which it's fun. It genuinely is fun. But that's not what I was expecting. I was expecting a Star Wars movie. You know what I mean? And again, you know, first impressions, like that that's the thing. I don't know. I like I I have an appreciation for Rogue One. I do. But again, it's just the fact that I've been taught and been trained for six movies to expect a certain thing from Star Wars. And it's completely thrown out the window. Mm-hmm. It was really, really I mean, not as rough as, like, episode two and bad writing, but it was really rough for me to accept the fact that almost what I had worked for wasn't worth it. You know what I mean? So, a standalone movie, it's good. There were some people recommending me to watch Rogue One first, and beforehand, I was, like, questioning myself, should I have started with Rogue One and then gone into the original trilogy? But at this point... I'm so glad I didn't because Rogue One would have set me up so poorly that then going into the original trilogy, I would have expected something completely different. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it goes, it works both ways or whatever, what I was thinking and what came out. Anyways, but no, the original trilogy is completely different from what Rogue One is and what normal movies are that I would have struggled even more during the original trilogy than I already did. Because Rogue One would have taught me to expect a certain thing. Um, yeah. Um, it's, again, it's not bad. It's, oh, that. Uh, let me touch on the emotional thing for a moment. It's kind of cool that we do follow a singular character kind of thing. Um, the thing is, again, didn't really have much emotional connection. Arguably, the, the, the common, you know, trope is, you know, to find a loved one. Right? And so that that was kind of the first half of this movie. The, our main character was trying to find her dad. Then she finds her dad and dad dies. The end. Now, the only thing, the only reason she has to live now is to, to carry on her father's legacy, essentially. Yeah. Right? Which is awesome, sweet. But the emotional passion of trying to find her father was lost now. Like, she did like, prior, like, she didn't really care about the mission, right? She was more overwhelmed to see a hologram of her dad than to be, like, we have a mission. Now, obviously, she wanted to do the mission for her dad, mm-hmm. right? But she didn't, she didn't, I thought it was really cool to see a character who didn't care about the politics, you know what I mean? Um, she did it for her dad. But at the same time, like, once her dad died, whatever emotional connection I had or was just kind of gone, you know? I was, you know, it's a fun movie, but just, you know, just kind of lacked the heart, some heart, you know, and, and I bet there are some people who will tell me otherwise, 
that they found it emotional, or honestly, a lot of Star Wars for that matter. But sure. I, I could, I will say, out of the the first five, first five, first five that were released, and and Rogue One, I can see, I I can connect more with Rogue One than those five. You know what I mean? And then maybe second would be two if I am an angsty team, but I'm not. I'm not an angsty teen in love, so I don't connect with that at all. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but regardless, yeah. And that is me going through Star Wars, unless there are any other points you want to extract from me. Uh, I don't have any other points to extract. Mm -hmm. That's our first viewing of Star Wars. Yes. Was uh... So again, for your heads, I'm playing Go Through Pixar next. Right. That's just a personal passion project. Right. Um, and then might watch some DC things and then hit Star Wars. Right. Um, uh, again. But yeah, my original idea was to also go through Clone Wars um, to help give more emotional weight to Anakin in Revenge of the Sith. But the time it would take to do that would not have worked out well with my trip here so that would be on your rewatch yes i'm relatively excited like i said i'm interested enough to to explore right but i'm not invested where i love star wars right so it's gonna be a fun time regardless yeah i i hope you have enjoyment with clone wars i hope so too especially considering how long it is and and also, it's my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I I was I was happy that you really like Revenge of the Sith. It's my favorite of the movies. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope you like Clone Wars, please. <laughs> but it's fine if you don't. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, there's that. There is that. Um, that was what I mainly came here to see. And do yeah. So now like, there's other like small or Star Wars related things that I could show you. You'll probably do that tomorrow morning. M- yeah, most likely. Um, there you go. Yeah. So that's that plan. Now John can leave in peace. I I can I can leave in peace. Yeah. I can leave early if I want to, you but could, I won't. So you won't. We have, we have plans. Yeah, we have plans. So tonight. We're going to watch uh, X-Men Rogue Cut for Days of Future Past. So excited. I am too. I've not seen it. I've been... Days of Future Past is my favorite X-Men movie, and I've been wanting to rewatch it sure. since seeing it for the first time. And so I'm just... There's part of me that kind of wanted to see the original cut one more time before seeing the Rogue Cut, because I kind of feel like once I see the Rogue Cut, I'm not going back. We'll see. We'll see. But, I mean, I've heard enough good things about it where that might be the case. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we'll probably watch a few other things. Like, we've we've floated around Tenet. You're going to visit Silverado City. Yeah. I also uh, shattered a show today. Yeah. He he went to my place. My place. My, the place I work, Sight and Sound Theaters, and got the shadow. Mm-hmm. You know, for just just so he can keep in his head, you know, what to expect if like, he I wants was, to work at Yeah, you know, I was keeping the idea of the surroundings, like, what it looks like. Because, like, I know basic theater work. So right. I wasn't looking at, I wasn't going like, 
oh, how do you like move the sets or like how how do you uh, how do the lights work? I was just I was just observing. Were there any elements though that did surprise you though? Uh, surprise? Whether it during the show or behind the scenes? Whereas, I mean, you talked about the projections. You like the projections. I like the projections, show. but it's like it's all things that I can see it and be like, okay, I know how they did that. Mm-hmm. Like I see animals. I don't normally see animals, and so I really like seeing animals. Mm-hmm. But I don't. But I'm not like, how do they do the animals? A lot of training, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no. I will say one. So just just for your head, why not? Essentially, we reward the animals. So. Oh, I know. I know how. Oh, they, you do I, know that. I know how they do the animals. Okay, for people who don't know, you 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 I was just, I was, make, I was making a joke. You were joking, okay, John. Sorry, I'm still learning. You know, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a good joke. It wasn't a good joke. But like, it was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> How do they do the How animals? They do, are they real or not? Actually, we've had. There is a mixture of real and not real. Not for this. Sh- Actually, no, no, we no, have, no, no. We have fake lambs. We have fake lambs. You have fake lambs. Well, yes, this show, fake lambs. Um, but I mean, the other shows, I think it might be a little more apparent. Like Noah, there's yeah. way too many animals for all of them to be real. Yeah, I saw I saw the warehouse with the old Noah. Oh, you saw the warehouse? I saw the warehouse with the old Noah, and I saw some animals. Is that crazy? Like going into warehouse, just like seeing these sets. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm glad I took you over there. Yeah. That's that's an experience. Sweet. Sweet. So what's next in life? We don't know. Road cut. Yes, we know what we're gonna do next in life. Yes, me too. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I think it would be fun to do one more episode before you go, just to catch up on a few other things we've seen. <laughs> okay. So, you know. Uh, um, oh my gosh. Is, and like this is just for like my trip here. Yes. Like we haven't done the podcast in weeks. Yeah. There are things that I don't even remember. Yeah. That we last talked about. Yeah. We were supposed. We should have been doing the battle mix weeks ago. We should have. Like I feel like I've. I thought that we were gonna get through more mixes this week, but like, mm-hmm. nah, it's no. fine. It's fine, honestly. I. The thing is, like, there's still a few tracks where I just don't know what they are. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which sucks. Yeah. So like uh, like next time like, we do n- now a- that you've seen Star Wars. I hopefully, but also my brain isn't on the music. You know what I mean? Right, because and also, it's, also the speakers didn't help the music much. Um, that that's my complaint about the speakers. Audio is fine. The music is low. No, that's on them for mixing it poorly. But the thing is, like, I I don't want to continue on the. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Well, I would just say, like, you know, just. I think next time we do a call, I think that I will... Let's force myself to do the battle mix next time we call. Oh, we will. <clears throat> like, even if we have nothing to oh say. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's fair. We'll be like, sweet. this is this. But, yeah. But I really want to do one more episode in person while we can. You know what I mean? That was kind of my thought. You know? Let's... let's... You guys get that next week. Yay. We'll get this, like, thing tomorrow. I don't know. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.